Hi, and welcome back. We are now on Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, Episode 7. Back with me again is my older sister, Amanda. Hey. Yeah, so um, that was pretty grisly seeing Homer burn to death. Yeah. Yeah, and fun fact, um, with this one, um, yeah, this one has a much different viewpoint of American politics, as we'll get into, but I love this one because... Um, this is when I actually started losing track of which segments are paired with what. So I felt like I'm um, watching these for the first time almost. I feel like I'm seeing, usually seeing clips of these um, separate from the actual episode. I think this actually is one of the best ones. I quote this one all the time. Um, the, the, the one, the politics one that you're, you're talking about that comes up later. But um does this one have any kind of like the the evil twin type thing is this like rooted in any kind of thing like the one before which was like you know obviously a ripoff of um what was it uh the raven yeah um, this one i'm not exactly sure outside the name being a parody of the king and i mm. um i think it's just one of these things where it's like there's evil twins um in yeah uh, pop culture so i don't think this one's specifically um aping off anything more of a concept which is one of the first ones where it's not really um at least somehow rooted in a specific parody which is interesting so you know it took seven years before we could get to that one yeah So, but yeah, no, this one, you know, continuing the trend of um, going a little further down in rankings from um, part five, what's the highest at 9.2, this is 8.5. So we're still in a pretty good range. Um, you know, I just love like, you know, the often not seen Simpsons attic um, makes an appearance in this one. You know, sometimes they have an attic, sometimes they don't. Um, there's actually a really great YouTube channel called The Real Gyms that I've probably mentioned before where... He does a lot of Simpsons histories and Simpsons mysteries, and um, he did a video on the layout of the Simpsons house. Now, Homer, I hardly knew me is a great gag, and that's um, another notebook my sister gave me. Mm. Um, you know, um, had the Homer, I hardly knew me is the cover of it. But um, yeah, so the Simpsons house, yeah, I love it. It's got like the big gothic windows here that we've never seen before. Yeah, since. I feel antique faces. Yeah, I feel like everything. Um, they they use the attic only for like weird shit like um like Ned Flanders like was stalking um Lisa in the um what was it the rear window parody episode yeah. or yeah yeah oh I love I love this line I'm disappointed and terrified um yeah I, Artie Zift also stayed up there and one yeah. episode they find out he's gone bankrupt and has been hiding there sucking the moisture off the rafters. Yeah. Hugo. Oh. See it's you great. soon. Yeah. I love I love Marge. She's <laughs> she doesn't get enough credit for like her her lines her lines are so funny. See you soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, just like how like evil Marge and Homer are in this yeah. one. It's like they're really yeah. irredeemable. Yeah, they feed, they're feeding him fish heads. Keeping him locked up. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to it, how they end with Bart is um, horrific. Yeah. Conjoined, I like that, the sons of the soil. <laughs> Pure evil. Um, it's great that we do have the canon of um, him having the afro um, in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll bottle feed that one. <laughs> joke one. I did not get as a kid, sure. but it's a funny joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like how they give the evil one a slightly furrowed brow. <laughs> and then the joke of him using a paper cutter to just yeah. get birth certificates. Do you remember paper cutters in school? They were always like so like scary. Well, and that's the thing I've um actually had to um print off um some stuff at like office max recently and it needs mm -hmm. to be cut down mm -hmm. and they don't have those scary paper cutters that are essentially just a machete on a hinge anymore right it's like a razor blade that you slide that's completely encased in plastic so you can't cut yourself on it and therefore it sucks 
So yeah. come on, who cares if a few kids cut their fingers off? Mm, I could never cut it straight anyway, but I could never do anything straight. Get <laughs> it, zing. get it, I'm gay. The family just completely leaving. Right? I, like we missed the line where like where, where any like crazy person would hang out and they started Radio Shack. <laughs> this is just like really horrific implications like it it truly is the most evil and it seems like i think a modern day simpsons episode would have it as well we got to give him up for adoption and marge being like okay make sure he goes to a loving home homer and then he just gets too lazy and just puts him up in the attic himself so that would be more of a marge um being like angry at him too but no we we can see how terrible she is in this yeah it's yeah there there's a line later there that we just trapped him in the attic and gave him a bucket of fish heads a week and she just chimes in and says it saved our marriage yeah yeah, um, it's fucking horrifying yeah yeah i I love this um dr hibbert here's um you think he's gonna be cleverly trying to trick bart but no not at all it's just very brute strength yeah <laughs> it's just punching a child in the face. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I just love the attic is so much bigger than also. Like it's it's never yeah. this big. Like they got 12 yeah. foot ceilings. Yeah, yeah, floor to ceiling windows. And then we got the um Dr. Hibbert is the incompetent doctor in this one. So yeah. right this it should have been Dr. Nick. Yeah. I like the canonically Bart's Brady. This is now explained by him being pure evil. Right. And then they put they put Bart up in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like you can just get away with so many mean-spirited moments in these Halloween specials. Like you can tell like the writers must love the like being able to like let steam off like oh, we're going to murder the family. Like, they've never, like, someone did, like, a, again, was, um, the real gyms, like, went through all the deaths that you, yeah, horrifying. You Um, finish your fish heads and then we'll talk, Jesus Christ. Uh, where, like, he went through all the deaths in The Simpsons, of of all the characters who've died in this, and it's like, they're very careful that they never have The Simpsons family kill each other. They always get close, but they've Uh been pretty kind on that end. Um, usually Marge and Lisa and Maggie are spared the most. It's usually Homer and Bart who are the ones getting killed through their own idiocy. Right. Um, this is actually a great parody because this is a parody of um, the Twilight Zone episode, The Little People, mm. except um, the main character is split into two people here. So in the episode, the there's two astronauts. One is pretty bland and does nothing, but the other one finds the civilization of tiny aliens who you know treat him as a god build stuff to him and then they're you know he's just goes mad with power and starts destroying them so it's very interesting that's like Uh. okay we're gonna split that in between lisa and bart because i guess the very easy thing to have done is lisa's pissed that they veer bart as the god and he's still destroying them and she's like no 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 we gotta you know do scientific things it's like no it's um you know that that could have been a great conflict um with her not feeling godlike, but you know, there you are. I like this. So she's she's just like these are square pancakes. Like, how do you the, wa- the waffle iron's always in the shop? <laughs> what? I mean Homer's gotta fix it like he did with the toaster. Yeah, that's right. I've created Lutherans. Again, great joke. Yeah, there's actually a Netflix show called Love, Death, and Robots. Um, it's like a sci-fi show, and they um, kind of almost aped off of this, where it's like Topher Grace, and I'm forgetting the actress, um, find a civilization in their freezer, and they're just like watching it evolve over like the like eons, like within the course of like a couple hours. Like the, there's like a joke in it where like they get to the point where they start a nuclear Armageddon, and they're like, okay, well, it'll take a while to rebuild from that. Why don't we order a pizza? <laughs> you know, they're just, like, eating a pizza. It's like they're rebuilding from War Three. Mm. Bart is so rude. 
I do like the episodes where Bart and Lisa are kind of at odds with each other. They're always kind of funny. Yeah. Now they're great. Um, yeah, this also, I know it was a parody of um, a, a movie of itself, but I always think of the Rugrats episode where they go in Chucky's stomach to get the. Um, oh, yeah. The, yeah, the, wa- the watermelon seed. That's right. Yeah, I love this. It's only a minor annoyance what they're doing to him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a great dynamic with the two of them here where it's yeah. just like it's the pettiness of like sibling rivalry as they right. created fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is earth shattering yeah. implications, but they're still do- like doing the you know, one step away from the doing uh, I'm not touching you thing. Yeah. And imagine how horrifying this would be. The debigulator. We have learned to imitate you exactly. It's perfect. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I we're still in the era where I love these ones. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm starting like to lose track of which one went with which. Yeah. I think I felt like I would see clips of them more like on YouTube than actually watch them. I don't own any of the DVD seasons this far. So if I ever, and, you know, prior to Disney Plus, I didn't like really watch this. I would just see the compilations every now and then. So it's nice being able to see these as they were originally intended in four by three. There you go. Do you have it on four by three on your Disney Plus? Probably not. You're missing the jokes. I know all the jokes. I live in the Clark building. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, um, a few years later, Simpsons would tackle, or um, Futurama would tackle an episode like this where Bender gets a civilization of tiny people living on him, and they all refer to him as God, and, like, it's the same thing. They're all complaining, and he's like, I don't know how to fix any of this, and, like, he just keeps making it worse and worse and worse every time he tries to help. Yeah. It's a great episode. You should check it out. It's called Godfellas. Mm. You their, their I've never liked it. You know I don't care about Futurama. I'm talking to the audience. Not everything's about you. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Please stay. Don't don't leave. I can't do the rest of these by myself. I know. Jesus Christ. I could leave right now. <laughs> I love this Martin's milk carton ukulele. It's like, that's more of a Ralph joke, you would think. Yeah, that's like not very Martin-esque, right? He's, he would go all out for the science fair. I Give mean, me I, the, I love that she wants the gift certificate. Like yeah. that's like so funny. Like back, like back in the day, like a gift certificate was like the thing. Well, on the um, Dilbert show, which I'm ashamed to say I like. Um, Dilbert. You know, yeah, I liked it before we knew what Scott Adams was like, but um, they do that where they're like, he doesn't know what to buy his mom for his her birthday, and she's like. He's like, oh, should I get her a gift certificate? And they're like, that's the worst type of gift. That's just money with, you know, an expiration date that you can only use in certain stores. Yeah. I have a Red Lobster gift certificate that is burning a hole in my pocket. Because the, the, only, red, the only Red Lobster is in Times Square. So there you go. Yeah. So, um, well, on to this one, though. Um, yeah, this may be another whole new story. It potentially could be um, aping off a little bit of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but I don't know. But yeah, this is the first time um, Kang and Kodos have been main characters since the first one or have had any, you know, level of consequence since part two. So, you know, we've just been seeing them as one-off gags here and there. And then, yeah, we find out Kodos is a woman in this one. Hello. (laughs) I I suppose you want to probe me. It's like, no. We don't. Yeah, this this one, you know, it, it's very weird um, watching this one, you know, in 20, um, 2021, because it's like it had a much different view of politics then. Yeah, um, so that was, that was the joke. So that's the one that I always quote, Clinton. So whenever, whenever anybody was talking about Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton, I would always be like, Clinton. 
which um, nobody really gets. So I just sound insane. There you go. Yeah, and then Bob Dole, remember him? God, he's still alive. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. I saw him at Bush Senior's funeral. I'm like, he's still alive? Still hanging out. He looks like shit. I mean, he's 95 years old. What do you think you're going to look like at 95? I'm going to look fucking great when I'm 95. <laughs> I also like the implication Bill Clinton's sleeping while Bob yeah. is like hard at work. Yeah. And then I don't get up until noon. Yeah, I'm literally like up to date on my Bill Clinton jokes and I've been um, listening to a bunch of um, Norm MacDonald compilations and um, he was making fun of them a lot on weekend updates. So I've heard like a million Clinton jokes this week. So you know that I went and saw Norm MacDonald at the New York Comedy Festival and it was the worst comedy set I have ever seen in my life. Oh, why are you telling me that? It was awful. You I wanted to understand his comedy. I wanted to leave. It was really bad. It was really bad. Although I'll tell you when we're not on camera, the best one I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah, by because, way, I like because he's problematic now. We can't have nice things. Yeah. Um, by the way, I like this, like to convince, make sure people don't believe that they just drench him in booze. <laughs> America flips a coin. Like this, with some rather cryptic remarks. <laughs> I am Clinton. <laughs> uh, That's slick willy for you. <laughs> Again, it's just like such classic Marge lines on these. <laughs> you were rummy. Yeah, I like how like they have like him like have lazy eyes, like they can't understand like which way their eyes should be pointing. <laughs> Sorry, we're just admiring the jokes. Yeah, seventy-three-year-old I... candidate Bob Dole. Oh this my was god! Years oh ago. my god! very well no abortions for anyone (laughs) and that just sums up the uh, American voting population it totally does and they're walking down the street holding hands yeah this is a um far cry from last year's simpsons treehouse of horror which opened up showing like at the day after the election day and home run is ruth with like a shotgun as the city's burning around him <laughs> yeah i just love how like people are like oh okay this is i guess kind of normal and then yeah they're having their debate in springfield <laughs> I dreamed of being a baseball. <laughs> Again, it's just it's just great because it's like it, they're just singing meaningless platitudes, and yeah. it's like, is it a little ridiculous? Yeah, but it's like it's not that far off now. They twirling, are definitely ahead of the curve. Twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom. <laughs> March is like, oh, great embarrassment again derisive snorting is what the caption said yeah you think the secret service would have stepped up their game game after reagan but apparently in this world they haven't that was an assassination joke reference wow very topical wow 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 Yeah, I'm so mad at my Secret Service right now. Where were you guys? <laughs> and then Homer trying to pilot this is great. It's just so sad like, reading these captions and just knowing where politics has gone in the 20-something years. Um 
We should talk about how mom and dad voted for Bob Dole. Yeah, I found a picture of us at grandpa's house and mom's wearing a big old Dole 96 button. I'm like, oh. Why? Who was that enthusiastic about Bob Dole? Apparently mom and dad were. Like a big button? Like you're going to wear like a Bob Dole button? It's <laughs> like be fair, To be like fair. Being, it's like being really excited about John Kerry. Like who was excited <laughs> about John Kerry? Nobody. Yeah, that, that was the button mom was wearing right on his lapel there. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm assuming um, our uncle, Uncle Tony, um, who is big into Republican politics, he's the one who sends stuff um to me to this day they still think i'm a republican but like whatever i saw every now and then i'll get like a bunch of like here's a bunch of bumper stickers so i'm i'm thinking it might have been one of those he's like here you go bumper stickers for who just like random republican bumper stickers i haven't gotten one in a while but like i got some throughout like high school and college they mailed yeah. me I'm like okay thanks guys like they gave me all my their rush limbaugh newsletters from like the 90s yeah, and 20s. I, I remember those and i gave those away to a teacher at the high school i did not like so i started yeah. with the most recent ones i would just hide them in her office and throughout the year like, they got progressively older and older and she's like where are you getting <laughs> all these from <laughs> oh there you go ross perot yeah and then the, yeah that's a great joke um who are you gonna vote for it's a two-party system it's like oh it hurts yeah it's true and then don't don't blame me. I voted for Kang. I think is who won, right? No, Kodos. Oh, no, Co- oh sorry, I Kang voted, won. Yeah. Don't don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Yeah, and one of my um, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror figures from childhood that I still have is um, President Kang, and they had the backdrop of the Simpsons as slaves. So yeah, and there we go. That's the end of this one. So join us again in a few moments um, after the countdown to watch Treehouse of Order number eight. Oh, this. Oh, sorry. I said okay. So we're on um, number eight, but yeah, this is potentially my favorite cold opening of the entire. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I got I got so excited. Yeah. Uh, again, it's like th- this is where they all bleed in together that I don't remember what comes with what. So seeing that was a actual treat. <laughs> yeah, they're really laying the catharsis out, making fun of the censors. It's my job to protect you from reality. <laughs> and we've come a far away from Marge Simpson warning you this might yeah. be too scary to we're mocking you. <laughs> Our senseless CBS. Violence. I mean, they're literally murdering a censor right now. I mean, think about like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, when you when you think about like the business of TV and how like they have to go through a censor to like get anything approved and on air. And so they're basically like brutally murdering their coworker like for millions of people to see like you can't even like say anything out of turn now like people because people will get all upset but like they literally murdered the censor on the show yeah i mean i you never see depictions of censors as good um there was an episode of freakazoid where they have the censor on and like you know he doesn't kill her but like they keep beating her up in cartoony ways and like the announcer's like oh what you're not gonna let us show us what we want it's just like oh my god but you're right i mean it's like you're depicting the murder of a co-worker who was like yeah their job is very important and it's like and when you see like what these shows get away with oh i stand by my ethnic slur oh my god um <laughs> you know how unpredictable the french oh i forgot that was what led into this um yeah this is the segment the omega man <laughs> you say number one <laughs> Which I which I fucking love this one. This is I think one of my favorite segments. Um, but yeah, because like yeah, Homer's like underprepared as it goes back to the um, last time there were zombies. Um, when they're like, oh Homer, did you board up the door? He's like, oh no, and then that's how the zombies. Get. Oh, you meant tonight. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember this one. That's a clear one. Yeah, this is one of the last times. Also, Herman appeared for a while. Huh. Um, yeah, um, a lot of people theorize that after doing their Pulp Fiction parody that that kind of soured viewers, that he was always a little too evil. Mm. So, and then you have, like, how often do you need the military an- antiques guy to come in? So, like, you know, let's, let's give him a thing. But, um, 
Yeah, no, I, I was thinking, um, I'm, gonna, I'm now going to be anytime I'm thinking of the whole, um, too bad we didn't watch this like a couple weeks ago during the whole um, tiff with Macaron and Biden, because I would have just been thinking about this during the entire thing, but the French are going to nuke us now. Mm. And then Intel inside. <laughs> I don't understand that. And there, There's their one cameo for the episode, already a downgrade for them. Um, yeah. Finally getting to see their planets. Not as nice as they described, though, in the first Treehouse of Horror. What do they say in the first? They're just, like, saying it's a paradise. Mm. <laughs> Quimby's great. Oh. Um, yeah, I love, you know, comic book man here. Like, it's just commentary. Like, commentary if you're like, oh, this is how I've died. <laughs> like, every true comic book nerd. That's how I plan to go out getting nuked while reading a comic. Sad. Hashtag sad. Listen, you can't see it right now, but I'm um, surrounded by all my Halloween decorations I put up last night, so my life is going great. Whatever makes you happy. I love he's threatening to kick the shit out of Kirk's father, of Milos' father, and just does it. Yeah, Homer's so stupid, he doesn't understand um, skeletons. <laughs> and the rest. That's This is a good line right here. And the rest, and Maggie's in there. <laughs> it's always like, that's like the, like, the joke, like, is that, like, Homer always forgets about Maggie. Like, the previous ones, like, when they were, like, getting in trouble for, like, um bad parenting and, and the judge is like margaret simpson he's like who the hell is margaret <laughs> and then and then when i think when he lost her in one of the early episodes he was just trying to convince marge that like they weren't that attached to her because she was really young <laughs> yeah because it's hilarious because canonically she's not even one years old yeah. she was like born like earlier the year the yeah. show is Oh, yeah, great um, jab at the David Spade, Chris Farley comedies of the yeah. era. Yikes. R.I.P. All right. Meaning Homer rocks. Career. Homer rocks. Oh, um, I mean, to be fair, wouldn't we all do that in church if we could? No, I could think of like other shit that I would do. If oh, because you're not a heathen. Th you wouldn't want to do that. That's why. Well, yeah, because the church is so important to me. That's why I would never do that, you know? That's why we can't do these on Sundays because Amanda goes to the <laughs> Catholic Mass. Yep. You know I go to church every day now. There you go. What if I got really religious? Like, what if that was, like, the thing I started doing in my late 30s? You know, it would be an interesting term, to say the least. Yeah. I remember mom and dad were a little worried when I was going to church school and I knew a lot just based on pop culture. Like I wasn't actually religious. I just was like, oh, I've seen parodies of Jesus. And they're like, you know, your son knows so much about religion. He could go into the priesthood one day. And I'm sure they were like, what have we done? Yeah. Well, and then dad told me he doesn't even believe in God. So that's cool. That was great to do that for 12 years. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, he's like, oh yeah. He's like, at least you can say like you you could get married in a catholic church that worked out great for you so i don't know maybe that'll happen for me to make dad was trying to convince me that dad was trying to convince me the other day that monsignor would have done a gay marriage for me and ashley just like on the side i was like dad he's a catholic priest he would absolutely not do that and he's like no nah, he was a nice guy and i'm just like oh my god he was nice yeah you know yeah um, he scared the shit out of me one time when um, our class was really bad and we broke uh, our teacher's spirit. She called us a bunch of little R words and stormed out of the classroom. So the next week he was in there and he's like, listen, I'm not going to defend what she said, but you are by far the worst class we've had in here in years. I will be sitting in for the rest of the year in your class and I will not um, sanction any tomfoolery. And that's a funny word. But he was, he could be a stern man. He said that, and that did scare the crap out of me. So. Tom. And he just sat in the back of the classroom for the remainder of the year on like a folding chair with his arms crossed, angrily staring forward. Because he was done with church at that point. He should have had the rest of the day off, but us little assholes made him sit in there. Um, but yeah, that's enough of Andrew and Amanda's Catholicism upbringing. 
Yes. Yeah. We we yep. fared we fared better than most. I would <laughs> I would say right. So yeah. it's fine. Um. Yeah. By the way, I like this. It's like they're like, oh, we can have peace with you, and then they just shoot them with shotguns. <laughs> Being friends with mutants, right? Who wants to steal some Ferraris? Wow. Um, yes, now we go into the second segment, Fly versus Fly, which is a parody of Spy versus Spy from Mad Magazine with the title, and then obviously it's a parody of The Fly. A um, little closer to the original The Fly, not the 1980s fucking body horror one with Jeff Goldblum. Is that the one where he's like laying like salaciously all oiled up? I, I mean, he does that to be fair most of his movies. Did he do that? I think he did that in that. I think that's where that's from. I think so. I mean, yeah, it's a nice try. You were designed for scrubbing and scrubbing is what you shall do. It's like um, Rick and Morty later had the joke with the butter bots. Like, what is my purpose? You spread butter. Oh, my God. Mm-mm-mm. And this is totally what Homer would do with a um, teleportation tube. Just like, you know, do lazy man shit with it. Though, I, to be fair, I guess... Back in the office days, I probably would set one up in my office so I didn't have to deal with the five-hour commute a day. I mean, I would love to teleport. If I could fly, that'd be great. You know, you're, a you know, like, years, you're a couple years away from a helipad on your um, mansion, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. For the people who don't know me, I'm rich. Filthy, filthy rich. Well, I mean, to be fair, since you're 70 years old, you've had time to um, accumulate a lot of wealth. Yes, that's right. Compound, compound interest is great when you get to your 70s. Cat ear medicine in a beer candle. Um, <laughs> then the joke that he actually likes it is great. It's also great because he keeps moving the tube around, which would require more effort than to just walk up the stairs to go right. to the bathroom. This is very Homer. Like, it's on brand for Homer, for sure. Yeah, like, he literally just dragged it upstairs to position in front of the toilet to then come back downstairs to pee in the living room. It was your mother. <laughs> yeah. No, when they... when. When they turn him into a fly, though, it, it's, like, really nasty. I, like, I really don't enjoy watching it. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, Matt Groening, I think it's time for you to sue Nickelodeon because they just ripped off, or Cat Dog is a ripoff of this. So get on it, Matt. Oh, my God. You can be Lisa's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the horrifying implications. Yeah, I love how, like, Bart thinks he's just going to become, like, super buff and have wings. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the most recent Burger King tie-in they did, like, ten years ago, that was their depiction of Bart as the buff fly from that vision. Ew, why? I mean, they're on, like, number four of those. Like, they're running out of depictions of the main Simpsons family. For For Halloween, specifically? Yeah. Yeah, I actually got picked up a um, set of them earlier in the year for the cheap, so it was great reliving my childhood with them. Mm. So they're now probably on my shelf for Halloween. What if you want to bring a girl home? I'm going to tell them they're all my roommates. The stuff <laughs> in, in, my your, room in your bedroom? <laughs> he has a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, See, this is what I'm talking about. This is disgusting. Yeah. Well, and th- this is more of the 1950s fly where like they just got like a fly mask and put yeah. it on the guy's head. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, I believe in the Game Boy Color ep- um, level, they'd have this be a Maggie level, though. They did a Treehouse of Horror game on Game Boy Color that I got years ago that I could never fucking beat because it's too difficult. And um, I believe this was the Maggie level that they said, ah, she's the fly because we don't know what to do with Maggie. I don't think I've ever beaten any video game that I've played. I'll have to cut that clip out to show to my roommate slash co-host Jake because that's a running joke where I'm like, yeah, I didn't beat this game until I was 25. And he's like, you know, that's a children's game, right? I'm like, you know what? They were hard. 
What, like Super Mario Brothers 3? Has he beaten Super Mario Brothers 3? That's super hard. I mean, I've never beaten Lego Island, I think is what the, he made from me. I couldn't get the Brinkster back. Oh, Lego Island is pretty no, lame. <laughs> Have you ever beaten Kirby? Like, I'm talking about like old school Nintendo yeah, games. Kirby, I could not beat. I, I've gone to the last level multiple times. So I don't yeah. know like, what to do. Um, too hard. It's too hard. Yeah. I think you got to know the cheats at this point. Maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna get into uh, video games again during during the sad winter. That that and religion. <laughs> yes. You're video game Bible video game. Yeah, video games and religion go hand in hand, as we know. I like how he's just sitting there eating a bag of sugar. <laughs> to be fair, with what we ate in the '90s, is that much worse? No. It's like it, I remember in high school, like during the plays, someone brought in a shit ton of pixie sticks for us. I'm like. We were literally shucking, sucking on paper tubes filled with flavor sugar. Well, that's the th- that's the same thing. What about like fun dip? Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, now Homer's just eating the sugar too. Oh my god. Um, yeah, the silhouette is great of Bart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great way of um. I will admit this whole bit of like him talking to the saxophone to amplify it is actually a pretty um, clever choice. Clever thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yikes! Nasty. This is, what, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, because remember, it could have been worse. In the '80s Jeff Goldblum movie, he spits on his friend's hand, which disintegrates into a bloody goop, and like Jeff Goldblum's like pulling fingernails out. It's like fucking horror. Ew! Why would you watch that? It's a great horror movie. No, it's thank you. You know what we watch every year is The Shining and Sweeney Todd and Hocus Pocus, of course. Yeah, I have like 50 movies that we have to watch, so me and Jake have been getting into the Halloween mood a little earlier, so we've already done mm. Creature from the Black Lagoon, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, and a bunch of the Hammer Horror movies, so mm. we're partway through. Did you see that all the Halloween towns are on Disney Plus? Yeah, but who wants to watch three and four? And I own parts <laughs> one and two on DVD. Okay. Though, if you want to see the commercials for parts three and four on YouTube, click the link below to my video of them. Cross promotion. We didn't arrange that. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Easy Bake Coven. Yeah, this is, um, it's surprising. Like, this is the definitive version of Marge you see whenever mm-hmm. they do the Halloween merchandise. It's her as the witch. So it's very funny. It took up to number eight for them to come up with a good design for her. Yeah, it is a good design, for sure. Yeah. I've, now, this, going much like the um, Hugo one, is incredibly mean-spirited. Um, but we'll get into that. I mean, not just witch burning, specifically what, uh, yeah, goodbye, mother. <laughs> uh, specifically what um, the Simpson family does to each other. But yeah, I love how, like, their uh, bonnets are shaped to their heads. Yeah. It's crazy when you really think about, like, the actual, like, witch trials, how horrific it is. But then the town yeah. of Salem has turned it into, like, a tourist thing. Like, there's a statue of Elizabeth Montgomery as like samantha from bewitched in the town square and it's like you guys murdered like 20 people it had to have been more than 20 no right actually wasn't that i mean there were witch trials across america but like that was like the most sensational one i'll i'll put it up on the screen for um you listeners to know or you could also google it um to be fair though i will say like a third of the one season of Bewitched was filmed in Salem. Like they were getting desperate at that point for ratings. So they're like, Samantha and Darren go to Ma- Salem, Massachusetts. You were right. 19 were executed. Yeah. Huh. And then that fucking jerk Arthur Miller makes a play out of it. Oh my God. So boring. I liked it. Oh yeah. He by the be- way, I like this. Here's how the process works. You set up a room, we shove you off the cliff. If you fly, we capture you. That means you're a witch and we'll kill you. If you don't fly, that means you're an innocent Christian and you die <laughs> with your soul. I was like, that's only slightly dumber than what they actually did back then. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll drown you in the lake. If you drown, you're a Christian. If not, you're a witch. It's like... You, it's like yeah, okay, but like... <laughs> this we're... doesn't work out for me anyway, though. 
But, like, what colonial fucking hick logic is that? It's like, oh, they're a witch, but don't worry, these ropes we've used to tie them up will be able to stop their magic powers. And then, yeah, I like the choice. No, she actually was a witch. They were 100% right. It's unbelievable. I can't believe only 19 witches were killed in Salem. And warlocks. There were a couple men in there. I don't care about the men. No. Why are you, like, why are you sitting in, like, a dark room, by the way? Like, you look like, you're, like, I can't even see your face. Why do It's we weird, because have... I got my lamp on, and I'm sitting right by a window, too. I don't know. Well, for the audio listeners, <laughs> and even YouTube listeners, there's nothing on the screen, so you won't ever know. Yeah, and I like to turn him into a fucking snowman, princess fairy. This is horrifying. Bats coming out of her hair. <laughs> they're in my hair. They're in my hair. And then, like, the Skeletor Mountain Castle <laughs> that's behind Springfield, evidently. And of course, Patty and Selma would be witches. Of course. Homer I would believe right. that. Homer was right. I, I baked a cat. Oh. Yeah, no, it's a. Oh, yeah, Durwood um, bewitched reference there. Oh, really? Yeah, because that was the joke that um, Endor, the mother in law, would never call him the right name. And they would have a few variations but Durwood was the most common one I watched a lot of Bewitched so are you just making your way through like the Nick at Night like um lineup yeah I'm halfway through Get Smart right now why they're classic these shows aren't good though I tried to watch like um I don't even know what I tried to watch, but I was just like, this doesn't hold up. I don't love this show. Well, I love Lucy Holds Up, and you like yeah. that. I, I don't even know that it holds up. It does. Listen, I love all the jokes about politics in the air that are very different. There's an episode of um, Bewitched where, like, the mother-in-law creates some weird, like, magic detector or whatever, and his boss comes over. And it's like, what's that? It's like, oh, it, it, it detects liberals and the audience howls because, you know, hey, we're, you know, we're in the Nixon era right now. It's great. Yikes. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, I like that they're going trick-or-treating. They're like witches and they still open the door again. It's um, Homer or Ned and Maude are very good-natured. And then, yeah, I like this um, idea. I'm just like, oh, this is how trick-or-treating started. They're boneless. <laughs> Just like boneless wings. Boneless wings are great. The lamest promotion ever. It's they're just chicken tenders. Yeah, but I like that. You hags are all right. He's like a gopher. You hags are all right. Candid caramel or uh, fish or whatever it is. Yeah, that's how trick or treat started. Um. Yeah, no, it's a great, great thing. Um, yeah, no, I like I said, I, I just love how, like, mean-spirited, like, this one is as well. The, the mean-spirited ones, I think, are my favorites. So, but, um, yeah, no. Apparently those 1600s um, kids got to have a lot of costumes made up. I don't think they would have been able to spare the fabric. <laughs> it would have been like, yeah. we're going to die of dysentery. We have to do this. Yeah, Homer dressed up as I Dream of Genie is horrifying. And then um, how quickly he turns on, like, Lisa to, to, for being mildly embarrassed. Unbelievable. Is yeah. this it? We're done yeah. with the second episode? Yeah, we're flying through these. So, yeah, join us again um, for part nine momentarily. <laughs> All right, we're now back for the last episode of this episode, Treehouse of Horror number nine, original air date, October 25th, 1998. I realize I haven't done that for the other two, so oops. Um, Way to go. You have one fucking job. I'll dub it in. Uh, I like this. The uh, play off the opening of the show where, uh, you know, everyone but Marge and Lisa, or Marge and Maggie die. 
And then, you know, we got Freddy versus Jason. We'd have to wait a few more years to get the um, actual Freddy versus Jason movie, but, you know, we got it at least in 1998, kind of. Never seen any of those. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Fridays except for Jason X, where he goes to space, and then the remake. And then I've seen Freddy versus Jason, and I've seen a couple of the nightmares. They're, they're interesting. I mean, you you know Halloween is so not my thing. Yeah, all the movies she listed out earlier um, to watch, those are all the work of my lovely sister-in-law forcing her to watch them, and it's great. That's right. But The Shining is objectively a good movie. Not, right? not if you ask Stephen King. <laughs> all right. And no, it's one of those things where it's a shitty adaptation, great movie, so... get a lot of internet hate for that but um yeah this is your third strike first you torch the orphanage that you blew up the bus full of nuns you'll be seeing lots of nuns where you're going hell hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's a great line i mean we all know they're protestant so i guess they don't think catholics are right so maybe he is right you'll see a lot of nuns where you're going hell <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny yeah by the way i love what yeah i love hey, there he is little bart simpson's a witness too <laughs> i haven't I seen this i haven't seen this one in a long time because i never watched season 10 because season 10 is when everything starts to suck did i buy you season 10 on dvd did you just throw it out you did now I have the DVDs, but like now that everything's on streaming, like it's I would watch the um, the Simpsons DVDs all the time, but now it's on Disney Plus. The same thing with Hulu with Golden Girls. So those were the only two like DVD sets that I would actually like actually pull out the DVDs for. Now I don't have to. Yeah, I still get them because I love the commentary tracks. But Ball, Ball State University Simpsons um, commentary tracks are objectively the best commentary tracks because they know what they're doing. Like yeah. so, the the Golden Girls they they did a few commentary tracks, but they like so they dragged out like Rue McClanahan before she died, and I don't think she understood what she was supposed to be doing. So she was just like making non sequitur comments and like not really telling any stories behind it, and it was just like not great. So. I do have to say, I have an exception to what you said. The best commentaries of all time are right here on Second Rate Film School. So get that shit straight. Okay, perfect. Yes, definitely. But no, um, Simpsons, and I know you don't like it, Futurama, I think have the best. Um, they're one of the few only shows that I can think off the top of my head that um, have commentaries on literally every single episode. Like you said, it's usually like Golden Girls. Like they'll pick out a handful of episodes a right. season and like pull out like whoever they have yeah um but yeah no this is great you know, dr nick doing the hair transplant just like it's like a wig at this point oh yeah he's scalping homer that's horrifying yikes oh look at that he looks good it's like the hair episode the demoxinil episode right yeah, yeah. He had a little bit more of an 80s pompadour with that one, though. But yeah. Have we ever talked about the Demoxinil episode and how weird it is that Harvey Firestein is supposed to be like his assistant that was in love with him? We have not because we've only talked about the Halloween episodes, but um, I'd be I meant like I meant like in life have we oh, talked about no, it? I don't think so. <laughs> By the way, I like how when Snake takes over the haircut changes. I think it's a nice style that Homer puts on the shirt, puts the cigarette pack in his um yes um yeah this is i think i'm not a hundred percent sure if this is but um john carpenter did a movie called body bags in the 90s and there's an episode where uh or there's not episode um there's two segments in it that i think are potentially inspiring this one where a guy gets a hair transplant that kills him and then another one where mark hamill gets an eye transplant but it's an eye from a serial killer so i'm wondering if they combine those two segments to make mm. this one. just love the cops like just they help themselves to slurpees and like snack foods before the press conference just like real life i mean probably um yeah drowned in the slurpee that he's drinking from oh my god 
So. Oh, those my, my penicillos. Yeah, I love when we saw Mo in his bowling shirt at the beginning when he's kind of like dressed out to go out on a night on the town to try and get a girlfriend. It's like, oh, poor Mo, you're never going to get it. Yeah. Poor Mo. Oh, ew. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For crying out loud. No funeral. Get that reference, Amanda. Filthy old. <laughs> yeah, no funeral. Yes. <laughs> File photo. <laughs> no funeral. I told you capital punishment isn't a deterrence. Always good. Little Always Bleeding heart liberals. Damn it. I like the electric chair. <laughs> no murderers can get in. He locked himself in there. Mm-mm-mm. yeah th- this is just great uh <laughs> we're escalating homer's evilness oh and hey why isn't the doll alive anymore to help him that could you imagine oh, they yeah. get a call back to that one where it's like oh you're alive that was a good one yeah yeah i'm also getting like shining vibes with the killer father trying to uh, yeah. fight off to save his son and all that I love this. <laughs> Everyone's already figured that out. <laughs> it's Lisa's like, that's my one thing. It's like it's like them shutting Velma down on Scooby-Doo. It's like, let her have her thing. Yeah. The kid's gotta die. <laughs> More than a lush head of hair. I mean, again, like, I know we're just saying some of these jokes, but it's like, how can you not? Like, they're so great. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Horrifying. Yeah. I hope the <laughs> hair is now alive. Yeah. It's also <laughs> great looking at Barney. I'm just punching him. Um, it's like the South Park episode when Russell Crowe is like, I'm going to fight cancer. So he just finds a man with cancer and starts beating him up. It's like, oh, oh no, God. you're not helping. Nahasa pasa. <laughs> Just mo. Just mo. <laughs> Just uh, mo. That episode, this joke is a little more problematic now. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting the hair. Oh my god. Yeah, the design on it is uh, pretty clever using like the sideburns as well. Yeah. And, like almost yeah. like the flare as <laughs> she now has a her yeah. stuffed animal. That's what I call a bad hair day. You know two people are dead, right? <laughs> I just got it. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I like how Maggie Young like to differentiate her day wear from her nightwear is pink. Um and then Yeah, the most stuff um itchy and scratchy have had since um I don't know, did the itchy and scratchy and poochie show air before this? Yeah, it would have had to have been. Yeah, this was season 10, definitely. So, um, anything itchy and scratchy is always great, so therefore their segment is always great. Um, But glad to see that Marge is still on the anti-itchy and scratchy um, road with this one. So, that's continuity. It's great. Mm Mm-hmm. Bart's playing playing on. I love this joke. You going as a hobo again? Going where? No itchy and scratchy. Yeah, Homer is the bum is one of my favorite designs of his, and they don't use it enough, sadly. Actually, in the um, greatest video game of all time, Simpsons Hit and Run, that's one of the costumes you can buy for Homer to wear, and I always do as a homage to this. Mm. oh and hey look there's a um there's a um door on the kitchen for this one episode and then bart's just handling pure plutonium oh my god just putting it in the remote (laughs) they're all they're fucking gonna die in like 10 years like this is like chernobyl 
candle in the wound. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a um, segment I think is an homage to the John Ritter movie. Um, Terror Vision is what I believe it's called, where him and his wife are given a remote control by the devil. And they mm. just go get sucked in and they have to like deal with um like trying to survive hellish versions of all the classic sitcoms and things they get brought into. And I do say I like how um the animation style of the Simpsons fitting into the animation the in-universe animation of Itching Scratchy is slightly different. Like the way the town is drawn and all that. Yeah, it's a little bit. Different. Yeah, it's like a little askew, right? Yeah. This is great. They're like, they're laughing at your pain. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? That's mean. And I, this could also be considered kind of a um, nightmare on Elm Street. It's like, oh, in the dream, aka in the TV, that you're going to get hurt. Right. It's no longer just cartoony. Yeah, no, we, we've come a far away from um, Itchy and Scratchy and Marge saying cartoon violence is dangerous, too. It's just cartoon violence of two kids being tortured. Yeah. I just love the glowing plutonium remote. How are Bart and Lisa going to get out of this one? Oh, Poochie, here we go. Wiggity, wiggity, whack. Yeah, every time I see a um, celebrity who's gotten in trouble apologize, I always just share like the gif of Poochie had to go. Poochie has to go home, and Poochie yeah. died on his way to his home planet. Yep. It's like I didn't know Poochie was an alien. <laughs> Microfied bear traps. Funny thing is, that's only one step away from what they probably would have done in Mouse Hunt. Remember oh, Mouse Hunt? Yes. Regis and Kathy Lee. Who is that? The guy who did the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Really? Yeah. Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah. What a reference. Now, for those of you who are not 40, like my sister... <laughs> Hey, you're getting better. You were originally 70 at the beginning of this. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Piranhas. Old style um, remote controls. You don't see them like that anymore. You just see your Roku remote. Mm. Or Fire Stick. I have one. Look. Yeah. People won't see that, though. I know. But you can see it. It's an inside joke. I know you never had an inside joke because you don't have any friends. Oh. All my guests on my show are my friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that they use the rewind to give him his body yeah. back. It was fun. That is like the best part of that movie, Click, like the creative way they would use the um, remote feature. So I like the. Um, You've watched Click? It's a classic. And by Jesus a classic, Christ. it's a movie that played on FX a lot when I couldn't go anywhere during the summer. God. I don't I don't think I've ever like it like lately like just turned on the TV and watched whatever is on. It's like the reason why I saw like half of the movies and TV shows I saw like before streaming was because I just turned TV on. Yeah, right? it was like they were like on TBS and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's like the thing. Click was on FX yeah. a lot. So I would see yeah. it like all the time. And it was like, um 14, I don't have a car so i guess i'm just trapped here during the summer so much of what i watched was literally just whatever they put on hbo yeah because we were fancy and we had hbo when we were kids for reasons i don't really understand because like mom and dad never really watched tv i think it was just like for part of like the better thing to get a handful of channels though for me it was um on channel five back when we had the old cable box and it was i think um I don't know if it was the permit. Oh, this is horrifying. The body horror of Maggie losing her body parts is fucking terrifying. Oh, yikes. Um, yeah, yeah, I think this is a um, original story as well. I mean, I know you have the whole aliens inseminating thing in pop culture. Oh, right. Like this is specifically um, anything. Maggie lost her baby legs. <laughs> the ceiling's not safe for a young baby to play. <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, what a horrible father. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Listen, when you're 35 years old, yeah, think about that. You're now older than Homer Simpson. I am 35. I'm not older than 35. Okay, you're the same age. Though they keep changing their age. That's like the mm. one thing they've, I think they've aged him up. So he might be now pushing 40. Is there anything you could prescribe? Fire and lots of it. That's your cure for everything. Yeah, too bad they didn't um, have Herb's um, baby translator here because they could find out what's going on. That's true. Yeah, did you know they had an episode from a couple seasons ago where um, Homer and Marge get spooked and they're when they almost die. And like, who's gonna watch our family for our kids first if something happens? And the whole episode's them trying to figure out who will take them in. Mm-mm. And Marge says, "Well, what about your brother Herb?" And they call him, and they got Danny DeVito to do a voicemail cameo. He's like, "Hi, this is Herb. I'm poor again." And they quickly hang up. <laughs> I'm poor. Oh man. <laughs> It's so I would love to see Herb come back once or twice more. Like those two episodes are great. Danny DeVito's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know, not like five, you know, not six times a season, but like, you know, once over the past nearly thirty years. I mean, one was the um Brother Can You Spare Two Dimes? That was like what, season four or something like that? Yeah, five or six, something like that. So it's like it's it's been quite a while, and I think that was the only time they ever even referenced him. Which is funny that they didn't put him in the background of the um, Simpsons family reunion episode when Lisa's like worried that she's going to become like an idiot right. as she gets right. older. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they're treating it like she's been cheating on him. <laughs> But yeah, what's the back? We're gonna get the backstory now, right? Yeah, she was abducted by aliens, and Kang is the father. Um, Intergalactic hussy. See, that's what I called my ex, and she didn't like that. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also great because, like, I get it. Like, in the world of the show, we're on season ten now, but like, this is like a year ago <laughs> in right. reality. When you really right. think of the timeline. You intergalactic hussy. And also, I like how it's no longer a tractor beam. It's just a lasso. <laughs> Common spawning locations of your species. This is great. Yeah. The backseat of a Camaro, an airplane bathroom, a friend's wedding, or an alley behind a porno theater. Dude, that wasn't the um, windmill. Marge can never um, have luck yeah. with where she gets pregnant. Since I have no choice, I'll take the alley. <laughs> I love this. What was that? Uh, nothing. Have you decreased in mass? <laughs> sliding away. Oh, God. This is so uncomfortable in retrospect. Insemination. That seemed awful quick. What are you implying? (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to stay, but I have an early meeting tomorrow. You're a super girl, though. Dump. They gave him coffee and tea. That's nice. I mean, Marge is a great hostess. Though they didn't have enough chairs for the jury of the damned in that one, yeah. so maybe they're not always great hosts. Uh, Phil Hartman, what a classic guy. He's great. But yeah, I love this. Jerry Springer. It's like, okay. Yeah, this is when the era of just having the celebrities cameo as themselves started coming on. You, you're no longer getting James Earl Jones to play yeah. a character. You're no longer getting, you know... Um, Albert Brooks to you know play a character you know you're just getting them as themselves yeah well because like you know it it became popular so you want to be a Simpsons character like you don't want to just play somebody you want to be like the person on the Simpsons well and they also like in the earlier seasons there was the um, inclination like to be like okay the Simpsons is just an average American family from a town that no one cares about like they shouldn't be bumping into celebrities constantly right and, you know, now that's, like, gone completely out the window. Like, oh, Lady Gaga's coming to town and she's going to be best friends with Lisa. <laughs> Lady Gaga. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's still the case, but for a while that was the lowest rated episode, like by far the lowest really? rated episode. Like, yeah. Lady Gaga. That's a shame because I like Lady Gaga. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like vaporizing. It's like Mars attacks. Oh, man. Uh, the former mayor of Minneapolis. Was he before or after? Before, like, I, think before I think before. I think what killed him was he paid for a hooker with um, a personal check and that ruined his political career and then mm. like kind of became famous. Um, yeah, I love at the roast of David Hasselhoff, he was like the um, MC because that was when Hasselhoff and him were still on America's Got Talent. Yeah. And I think it was Jeff Ross is making fun of like jerry springer's um career trajectory he's like you were an aide to bobby kennedy for christ's sakes but i guess you have bobby kennedy and um david hasselhoff have something in common both of their careers die on hotel room floors wow <laughs> it's like jesus christ <laughs> wow that bobby kennedy joke is a little too soon oh bobby 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 that's my impression of rose kennedy saying bobby <laughs> Or uh, or Whitney Houston, Bobby. That's how she would say it. Kang's voice is very well. I'll drive. Well, and there we go. So, I well thank you for joining us today for um, our commentaries for parts um, seven through nine. So join us again next week when we do a few more. Did you see that Hank Azaria, his spooky Halloween name was Yank My Area? Did not see that. <laughs> um, oh boy. So, yikes. Bye. <laughs> wow.